0: It's 11 minutes before the hour. You're listening to Raven Radio, KCAW Sitka. Today is Monday, April 26th, 2021. I'm Erin Fulton with Raven News. The Sitka School Board has passed a budget for schools next year, balanced by digging deeper into savings than usual. The decision to tap savings was recommended by Sitka's interim superintendent on Wednesday, who also offered a stern warning that the same play wouldn't be available in future years. KCAW's Robert Woolsey reports.
1: Passing the budget doesn't sound all that thrilling, to be honest, but it is the biggest responsibility of school board members and consumes most of their time every spring. This year, new members Andrew Hames and Blossom Teal Olson had the honors. I move to approve the FY 2022 budget in the amount of $22,306,185. Second. The district is smaller than last year. The seven teachers who are retiring won't be replaced with the most noticeable reduction at Kiku Elementary, which will have two fewer classrooms and 40 fewer students. The only financial maneuver in the final budget had already been agreed to in substance, if not formally voted on, cashing out community schools. This is Interim Superintendent John Holst.
2: And we will be bringing you a motion to move uh, the reserve account of community schools into the reserve account of the pool so that we can operate the pool for this coming year. And then we're going to do a very cutback version of community schools for a year.
1: That particular cash swap doesn't affect the bottom line of the district's operating budget since community schools was funded in previous years by the city of Sitka and the money was not accounted for in district operations. The Student Activities Travel Fund is another matter. That's $132,000 that the administration had at first dropped from the budget, but then put back in. Holst said that if the district didn't support student travel, it would create a strain on Sitka's business community.
2: I didn't feel comfortable with recommending cutting the activities travel, because all that would do would be to increase fundraising needs and The businesses in town would absorb a lot of that. Not a good time to be even thinking about that.
1: But keeping student travel in the budget, as well as meeting other operating expenses, means taking money out of reserves and dropping below the $600,000 threshold the district maintains to cover payroll in the event government revenues are delayed. Sitka's reserves will dip to $270,000. Holst said it could be worse, much worse.
2: And we're not the only district that's spending the reserves. Juno is spending every penny of their reserves to balance their budget this year.
1: Doing a little better than Juno was probably the only positive in Sitka's budget. Holst warned that if local enrollment continued to trend downward toward around 1,000 students, the Sitka district would be facing a revenue shortfall of roughly $1 million per year for the next four years. He urged the board to prepare for that day now and not to use the over $1 million it's likely to receive in the third CARES Act relief bill to hire teachers that it won't be able to afford in just a couple of years. But the alternative is grim. $1 million is roughly equivalent to 11 teachers, and balancing the budget with staff cuts that large would be seismic. You can't get there from here, said Holst. School board member Paul Rios said that the state had not increased base student funding for schools since 2017, and that might help with Sitka's prospective deficit. President Amy Morrison thought the board should take it one budget at a time.
0: Because I can tell you, sitting here two or three years ago, there's no way we could have ever foreseen all the different, you know, factors that w- go into our budget this year. Um, I mean, it just seems like every year there's a whole new set of unknowns that that come before us. So um, while I do want to be like fiscally responsible, I hesitate to, to put too much money aside in anticipation of what may or may not happen in a year or two.
1: The Sitka School Board unanimously passed the $22 million budget for next year. It will go next to the Sitka Assembly for final approval. Reporting in Sitka, I'm Robert Woolsey.
0: The Sitka School Board will meet next at 6 p.m. Wednesday, May 5th, to discuss the distribution of just over $800,000 in CARES Act relief next year. It's April, and even in the uncertain time of COVID, it's still decision time and scholarship season for seniors who plan to attend college next fall. One Sitka High senior was recently honored with a National Grant Award from the Hispanic Heritage Foundation. KCAW's Catherine Rose reports. It's
3: Friday afternoon at Sitka High School, and Sophia Schwantes is sitting at the only lunch table unfolded in the common area. Because of COVID, she's rarely in the building anymore, even though she's just weeks away from graduating.
4: My senior year has been, for the most part, online. I've taken two UAS online classes, so that was completely virtual. And then I had Spanish and AP calculus for my first semester, where I was, for the Last bit of it um, completely online because of the COVID outbreak. In Sitka,
3: Chuanes graduates in May and plans to go to school in the fall to study medicine. And the scholarships are starting to roll in. This spring, she learned she'd won a national award from the Hispanic Heritage Foundation. The 22-year program honors Latino high school seniors who excel in the classroom and community. Schwantez won for interviewing doctors about their work, from Dr. Elliot Bruhl in Sitka to a pediatric surgeon at the University of Arizona.
4: I probably sent out a hundred different emails to every surgeon that I could find their emails to. I would just look up random hospitals and, you know, do that sort of thing. And she was actually one of the only people that responded to me. She says
3: she's wanted to be a doctor since she was a young child.
4: I had a very close family friend um, be diagnosed with cancer when I was about five years old and I told my dad from there, I was like, dad, I'm going to cure him. I'm going to cure him from cancer. You know, like I had always thought that that would be something that I would do in the future. Um, You know, maybe not necessarily cure cancer, but doing something where I know that I'm helping someone else is kind of like what I always thought I would do.
3: She found out she received the award in February. Usually, it's accompanied by a big spring ceremony and recipients attend in person, but she received her award over Zoom. Nevertheless, it was a special day.
4: It was nice. My dad is Mexican, and he thinks that, you know, winning this Hispanic award was, like, not only great in the aspect of, like, you know, I won an award for healthcare, but also just, like, he thought that the things that I wrote about Talking about empowering people of our culture and stuff was very impressionable and powerful.
3: Schwantes plans to attend the University of St. Andrews in Scotland in the fall to study
0: medicine. Reporting in Sitka, I'm Catherine Rose. The National Marine Fisheries Service has published a final rule designating critical habitat for three populations of humpback whales, including some areas in Alaska, but not southeast waters. KFSK's Angela Denning reports.
5: The rule establishes about 116,000 square nautical miles of protected area for the endangered western North Pacific and Central American populations of humpback whales and the threatened Mexico population. These whales winter in warm southern waters but travel north for seasonal feeding on krill, herring and other small species. In Alaska, critical habitat has been identified near the eastern Aleutian Islands, Kodiak and Prince William Sound areas. The Endangered Species Act mandates that the federal government create critical habitat for endangered species. Lisa Manning with the National Marine Fisheries Service says the 238-page ruling came after careful consideration of public comments.
2: The goal is to identify everything the species really needs to get to recovery.
5: Some areas in Alaska were excluded in the designation, like Bristol Bay and Southeast, because the federal agency determined the economic impacts and national security of those areas outweigh the potential protection of the whales. Manning says nymphs decided to exclude Southeast because it's considered one of the least important areas for conservation of these whale groups.
2: Out of all the other areas considered, it is the one they're using the least, most of the whales there are from the, the non-listed Hawaii population.
5: Dozens of Southeast fishermen from different gear groups spoke out against the designation in a public hearing in Petersburg last January. Amy Dougherty was one of them. She's the executive director of the Alaska Trollers Association.
0: We were a little bit concerned about having some lines drawn over our grounds that could potentially impact us.
5: So we're glad that the agency is bypassing Southeast Alaska. The habitat designation could only affect federal commercial fisheries and not state-managed ones. The ruling could also impact federal activities like Coast Guard operations, oil spill response, seismic surveys, and permitting for Army Corps in water construction. In Petersburg, I'm Angela Denning.
0: Taking a look at the community calendar. Sitka Public Library has returned to in-building service seven days a week. The hours are 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Mondays through Saturdays and noon to 4 p.m. on Sundays. Masks continue to be required. For more information, call 747-4020. Alaska Native Sisterhood Camp 4 meets at 5.30 p.m. today via Zoom. All members are urged to attend, and anyone wishing to know more about ANS is welcome. For information or a Zoom invitation, call or text Nancy at 907-227-9102. I'm Aaron Fulton, and this has been Raven News.